This day in sports history. Happy Leap Day. You know, when I first realized that this was a leap year and I would need to find some sports stories to talk about on this day, I didn't figure I'd find that much, but I was surprised. More happened on this day than I had imagined, like on February 29, 1976, and the only NASCAR race run on a leap day. The series was at North Carolina Speedway in Rockingham for the Carolina 500, and Richard Petty had one of the most dominating performances ever. As fun as this race must have been for King Richard, for everybody else on the racetrack and in the stands watching, I cannot imagine it was much fun at all. Petty led 362 laps on the mile track, and he lapped the field not once, but twice. Daryl Waltrip and Cale Yarborough finished second and third, and were the only cars two laps down. The fifth place finisher that day was Benny Parsons, who finished 15 laps behind Petty. Only 19 of the 36 cars that started that day actually finished. Now, Petty had the car dialed in for sure that day, and he must have remembered that setup for the return trip to the track in October, because he turned in another dominant performance, lapping the entire field again to sweep both races in Rockingham in 1976. In 1940, Jimmy DeMeritt won his third PGA Tour event in a row, all within a span of 11 days. His first win of the three came at the Western Open, which has a long history of being played in Illinois, but in 1940 was played in Houston, with DeMeritt winning in a playoff. Then it was on to New Orleans, with DeMeritt winning by a stroke on February 25th, then the 700-mile drive to St. Petersburg for a three-round tournament at three different courses that started on the 27th. He finished the tournament at 200 par, winning by a shot over Byron Nelson on the 29th for a spectacular run of wins in less than two weeks. In 1964, it was a 40-40 performance by teammates that stole the spotlight. Oscar Robertson scored 43 as the Cincinnati Royals beat Philadelphia 117-114, but his teammate Jerry Lucas had 40 rebounds for a rare combo. Robertson would go on to be the MVP that year, and Lucas would take Rookie of the Year honors. Now, when you consider that Wilt Chamberlain had at least 40 points and 40 rebounds by himself eight times in his career, it takes away some of the luster of what the Big O and Lucas did on this night 60 years ago, but still impressive. And how about this one to close it out? Also in 1964, a North Carolina high school basketball game went to 13 overtimes to become the longest high school game in history. Harnett County beat Angier High 54-52 in 13 OTs. But wait, there's more. Neither team used a sub the entire night. Nobody fouled out, and it was just the starting five for both teams from start to finish. This game was played on a Saturday, and they almost ran into an issue. North Carolina had a rule against playing any sport on a Sunday. Fortunately, the game ended a few minutes before midnight, avoiding the stoppage of the game and continuation on another day. That's all for today. I'll have more tomorrow, including a new feature on This Day in Sports History. This has been an original Thrive Suite production.